0: Warning, the Enon Project is a podcast hosted by a silly man with opinions ranging from uninformed to intentionally ridiculous. As such, if you hear something you don't like, please keep in mind that Ian is a self-aware idiot and hopes only to entertain. He usually has no idea what he is rambling about. Enjoy. Hey, this is Ian. On the Enon Project It's October 28th, just two days before my birthday And because we have started a grand tradition Of visiting on my birthday I'm here joined with guest and very old friend Ed Bodenhammer Ed, how are you? 78 What does that mean? You said I'm very old Oh, did I say that? Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus I'm a funny one You You and Dad both started out with Flashy one-liners Oh, you know me So, Is that, is that, is that the voice you're going to use for this? No, it's not um, Ed has visited This is my third birthday now Back in Memphis After the, uh, the initial run And Ed visited on that one too That's correct Ed has visited More than anyone else In my career Being other places I visited you in New York That's correct Excuse me
1: well, North
0: Bergen, New Jersey. Yeah, you also visited in Augusta quite a bit. That's true, but that's because you were down the street. I you have it. to stay closer to the mic. You can't be wheeling away from the mic. Anymore. You you gave me a wheelie chair. Well, you, I didn't want you to sit on. I'm sitting on an ottoman, and it could break. And I don't want Ed to fall over and hurt himself. That's because I'm fat. Everybody. <laughs> we're both fat.
1: No, I because so all fat. we've done is
0: eat. Oh, yes. We have eaten a lot. What did we eat today? Today, we ate Lenny's. It's a sandwich place. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a buffalo chicken Philly cheese steak. (laughs) What'd you have, Ian? I had a deluxe club with ham and turkey and roast beef and bacon. Uh, That sounds delicious. It was. It was good. And then we had donuts, and they were good. I still have some donuts, too. I had an Oreo donut, and I had a, what was the other one I got? Oh, gosh. A pumpkin. A pumpkin. Yes, the pumpkin donut. It was okay. What did you get, Ed? I got two cinnamon ones. I got a blueberry-filled donut. Not the blueberry donut. That's correct. A blueberry-filled. And I got an old-fashioned, which was delicious. That's the one I had already. Ed's saving his for a rainy day Which is wise Because then we had dinner And Now we're both feeling Overly stuffed Which usually we only feel When we go to Tejas de Brazil. Which unfortunately Will not be happening this trip We could force it But we're not going to We're not going to So um, Yeah well Ed We met Well we met prior to 6th grade I mean technically we met in like kindergarten or first grade and uh, I don't really remember meeting any of the people I say I met then though right well we we definitely we were in the same things the RAs or whatever and I mean the people I remember knowing and meeting age five and six and doing things with that's when my parents still did lots of stuff with friends of theirs and those are kids that I have no connection to any longer right right so really, I mean, honestly, it wasn't until middle school, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, friendships at church; those are the ones that I still have, I guess. Sixth grade was my first recollection of the red-haired kid. That uh, we kind of our friendship, I guess, kind of grew in uh, middle school youth group in Jam. Mainly in because Sunday school. Mainly because we were horrible. We were bad kids. We got pulled out. More than a couple times by, by different people. I mean, we did, we did not agree with them at the time, but it is, it is definitely. We, we, were, we were dicks. <laughs> Looking back, we were poorly behaved. but I mean, we, we cut up paper and let it get sucked up in the air conditioner vent. Yes, we probably caused some sort of serious damage. And I think that was the old people's Sunday school room. Well, that's probably fine because they don't like the cold. That's true. Well, that's being general generalizing. We did them a favor, though. Yeah, is how we're going to look at it. But we, uh, yes, we did that in the back of the room while we were supposed to be paying attention with David Bennett Eller. That's right. David will not get out of this unscathed. We uh, we did so much that I mean we're only doing thirty minutes here. We're already five minutes in, so we can't go over the multitude of. Camps and trips and stuff. But what is a favorite early memory of yours Ed? of us? I'll tell you mine. Okay I remember One of the earliest moments of our friendship that was just us being us Was standing on the dock at Camp Cooper in sixth mm, grade sixth grade when we were being bad and skipping something Were we skipping for it, guys only it was for guys only it was middle school uh, for guys only and um, And it was our uh, optional study. And we took it very seriously that it was optional. And I believe Cal Smith was the teacher? I think so. I remember we didn't particularly enjoy the first day of it. And by the second day, we were determined to go home early. Because we were sixth graders. This was our first youth camp. We didn't understand what was going on necessarily. Well, let let me be honest with you. Yeah, jump in. I didn't want to go to youth camp at all. I begged my mom not to make me go because in earlier in the year when I'd gone to Rock Eagle, I got super homesick. So I didn't want to go again. I got super homesick first night. Ms. McKay was the uh, camp nurse. I like scream cried up in the trailer she was in and called on <laughs> the pay phone home. And my parents have since told me that they almost came and picked me up that night. We weren't far away. No, Camp Cooper. I don't. That was in South Carolina. I don't remember where exactly. For the probably know. the closest we've ever been to home on a youth camp. Yeah. Well, because um, the rest of ours were in Panorals. The so rest yeah. Of, yeah. And uh, but that day we were very unhappy. I was. I wasn't necessarily homesick, but I was very unhappy with how the eighth grade boys had been allowed to prank us, and then when we went and threw M and M's in their room and they got ants, somehow we were bad people. But throwing our stuff all on the ground and wrapping toilet paper all around our room and silly stringing everything was okay i'm i just don't remember where the line was so um also if you remember we did say we were not very great children right so we had a bit of a precedent already set by the summer in between sixth and seventh grade but we uh so we skipped out in this class and we went out on this dock out into a, a lake where there was an alligator, apparently. And now, listen, and we saw that there just once. That's right. Now, at the camp, there was a big dock close to the center of camp that was a basically a U shape that had right. a, a water slide. There was a blob. And a blob, and like some lifeguard stands. Then there was a smaller one down by the cabins. Uh, There was a a long uh, set of cabins. I mean, these cabins were connected like in an old motel look. Yeah. Uh, And the guys stayed in one and the girls stayed in the other. And um, that's where this dock was. It was a singular maybe 15 feet out in the water dock. And we went out there with our Bibles and we wanted to go home. And then... I want to stress, we went with our Bibles. Yes, we went out there with our Bibles and we put our Bibles on... I I was it my Bible or your Bible? I don't remember. Don't but remember. we set a Bible down, and the wind from from the lake caught the Bible and blew it open, and blew it open to something in Exodus about Moses or something. And it was something about it was like sticking out tough times and how you can't like God will smite you if you if you abandon His calling or something. It was creepy. It was something that we managed in our. 12, 13-year-old minds to read into, and we're like, oh my goodness, this is a sign. We need to go back. And And so we got back 45 minutes late (laughs) to our optional study. And uh, But you know what, Ed, looking back, that year, the things that happened that year that we did, camp-wise, was one of the better years. That's the choo-choo train that you're hearing in the background. Ed just heard the choo-choo train going across the tracks that's not the one right behind the apartment that's the one all the way down it's bouncing off the buildings all the way down oh, okay um, but yeah that year was really fun because we things that we never did again for instance I really enjoyed the basketball tournament that we played that we never did again. There was a basketball team. You remember tournament? that concrete? Remember how they, they promised us there was going to be a gym and we got there and there wasn't? I don't but, remember the promise of a gym because I was never looking remember, forward to going. Well, yeah, I did. I do remember there being outdoor stuff like survival-like things and like yes. team things that we didn't get to go on. Yeah. yeah. Remember, um, we like sort of did halfway. There was also a horse who had oh my word. a permanent right. erection... <laughs> And it was sunburned and was peeling. The skin was peeling off of it. And we had many questions in our youth. And let me tell you, prepubescent, it youth. it uh, it's it stayed it stayed with all of us. I, I still remember, yes. Um, but the basketball court was near the say, horse. I'm sorry, that's where I got. It's hard the horse. to say less or more innocently, but we played uh, Gestapo. And which I think we they should really still did p- again. I think they should still play. It was wonderful. We tried to play it again, but we played some like like melted down version that was like supposed to be nicer. And but see, what, what wasn't fair about it is the juniors and seniors get to play the big parts in Gestapo. Right, the seniors... So in Gestapo, it's basically what? Hide and seek mixed with... The Jews running away from the Nazis. Yes, camps. well, so we were... So all the kids... It it was everybody, 10th grade and below, were Jews trying to escape the Gestapo, correct? And then 11th grade were Christians who were aiding and abetting the Jews. And then the 12th graders were the Nazis who were trying to capture us and put us in jail. See, I thought it was the other way around. Oh, was it? I think the 11th graders were the bad ones and the seniors got to be the... The good good ones? Yeah, well, that that, that would make more sense. However, wait... Was that the year that there were only four junior guys, though? Something Brian like Smith's that. class, something like that. Yeah. Then they probably weren't the Gestapo. Then it must have been the seniors. It must have been because that was Carlton Kenshin's, Lindsay Owings. I just remember being really happy to get caught by the attractive senior Gestapo girls and making them drag us, or well, me, drag me to jail. The uh, juniors I remember I would have been like the McKay twins, right. I'm for Brad Powers, maybe. I don't remember. I do remember speaking of the McKay twins, that reminds me of seventh grade when Lauren Brown talked to us (laughs) in in the at camp in a in a common room. And I don't think we're really allowed to say the oh, who cares? I'm not going to go into any more detail, but she was beautiful and it was She was Miss Lakeside. Yeah. She was the pageant winner at my high school, my eventual high school at the time, and I thought she was just beautiful, and Ed did too. I think, she's, did. I think she's married now. Well, I'm sure she is. But uh, she talked to us randomly, like she did the whole senior talk to the little kids thing, and at, nice. but at the time it was amazing, and I think she was genuine about it. Maybe I'm just, like, idealist. Also, um, when you're younger, you stayed in Avery Hall. At Banner Elk. This was our second location of youth camp where we went from seventh grade. Second and last. Yep, through senior year. Um, In Avery Hall, there was a front little common room where there were some steps down into the sitting area. And there was a payphone in there. For you young ones out there, payphones are something you paid (laughs) to telephone. On a wall. So anyway, there was this girl named something or other. Yep, good call that was in a river they all the juniors and like sophomores went and played in the river on the rocks and they weren't supposed to and one of them fell and like broke her arm or something and kelly hamilton was our this was his first youth camp as the full-time full-time pastor a youth pastor and there is a a um uh, a daughter of a Miss Kim Duckworth uh, <laughs> who was standing in the lobby after this all went down. Oh, God. And I she looked out now. the door and said, Oh, oh shit, sh- Kelly's coming. And she ran away. And, and it was the first time we had just heard somebody other than us b- having potty mouths, I feel just like. Just be bad. Yeah. At church. Changed my whole world view. I was like, "Oh, everybody does this." Yes. What were some other great moments that, that just I remember? So meeting Stank, and then the next year she got really upset. She got upset, and we, upset called, and we her called her Stank. She told us to call her Stank one year. That was eighth grade, right? No, no seventh. seventh. Grade, and then eighth grade, we called her because her and, and that Lane... Amanda Amanda Laney? Amanda Something Josie. Like that. I don't know. It was one of the. Her last name was the same as one of the black high, high schools in school. town. <laughs> Um, Ed went to school down there. That's why he knows that. And uh, Stank told us to call her Stank. Not Christy. Yeah. Not Miss Saporis. Stank. Because that was her nickname. That's right. Chris Stank. Seventh grade year, she got in trouble. She got pulled over by the police for driving the golf cart. A golf on cart. On the state highway up there in Banner Elk. Yep. It was a great story. And, uh, yeah, next year we were... Talking to Stank we in SAR. And, and in the, in the, the sanctuary before we had even left for yeah. camp. And we were all excited. We were and like hey, she, Stank? And she literally like turned to us and said Pulled us aside. And and was like, look, you don't need to be calling me that. I really I really don't appreciate that. It was yeah. one of the weirder moments of my like it was a weird way to start camp that year. I'll be honest, it's one of the things I think that probably for you as well, but I know for me, it fed into my mentality over the next three or four years of feeling like unjustly treated. Like we just because, couldn't do anything right. Because that was like, well, what have we done? And it, we, I mean, she was pretty... She, was, she was upset about it. And You it know who else got upset at you, Ed? was Je- was, was uh, Carol 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 Toomey. Toomey making fun of her nose moving up and down when she talked, which everybody's nose moves up and down when they talk. Carol's just happened to move... Quite a bit, the very tip of it bobbed up and down. And I wasn't channels. the only one. And everybody that's right, in your small group. In my small group. In your group encounter group. Noticed it and, and she she like she lit into us. You remember that time senior year that one of the girls that shall remain nameless thought that we saw her nude in her fourth story dorm room and complained. You, you mean the Brock's granddaughter? <laughs> I love how you're just slinging names. I have gone for two months not using people's names very often when telling stories, and Ed has just called everybody out. That's why you're here, Ed. Good. Um, Have a purpose. Yes. So this girl was on the fourth floor from where we were back behind this dorm building, and, and we came upon this interesting, abandoned, like, factory thing. We called it Jurassic Park. It looked like Jurassic Park, like broken down Jurassic Park. like the, the third movie where they go back and it's all overrun right and that was actually what like had just come out not a couple of years earlier before probably, we did it. probably yeah so it was 2003 or whatever that that came out and this, this was 2006 was six, yeah. so we were back out there and for some reason I don't remember why I said it what, what, I, what, what we were looking at at that abandoned factory thing Whatever it was, not a factory either. It what, there had a smokestack, which makes us call it a factory. Well, then I believe its name was The Factory on the map. I, I'm not sure about that. Maybe. But I believe so. But I said, oh my gosh, you can see everything from here. And she thought, And she thought that somehow from right next to the building, I could see up four stories and into her window. And she went, instead of like looking out the window and realizing we couldn't see anything... She just went and complained to Beth Mobley, I believe it was, that... I don't know. I, I've, I feel like you were more the target of that than I was. I'm sure I was. I like that you use the word target. Um, now, I, I, uh, I remember in Jurassic Park, whatever it was, um, I really don't remember anything about Jurassic Park, honestly. And y'all, when I say Jurassic Park, I'm still talking about this factory thing. The way this camp was set up, it's on a college campus called Lee's McCray. Um, Lee's McCray College. And these, the dorms you got to stay in as uh, juniors and seniors, they sat up at the top of the hill. Virginia Hall. And then they dropped off dramatically behind them. And it was awesome because, and Ed, you didn't go back as a counselor in your later years, but something that was kind of eliminated from the future years was the separation of the juniors and seniors from everyone else it kind of made it feel really special our senior year there was a lot of intermingling well there was we were good friends with a lot of 10th graders in particular actually I mean 11th graders too but a lot of 10th graders were up there they were friends with the juniors as well I mean there was a lot uh, yeah our high school when we were seniors our high school department was very intermingled Mm, we did a good job what can we say We're, Um, we're born bringer togetherers (laughs) <laughs> Everybody could unite usually in being mad at me or Ed or both of us. No, by then we had really re, I think, defined ourselves. Reacclimated. I was the youth pastor that year against all odds. I was the pastor to senior adults, which was perfect for you. Ed loves old people. And they love me back. That's true. Old people love me too, but I don't have the passion for it that Ed does. Um, but yeah, no, by then we, I think they all liked us even. Yep. And the thing was, that junior and senior year, I can't tell you how many times an adult involved with the church or the youth group told one or the other of us how, how different How we far were. we'd come. How different we, we were from we didn't we think be. We were and we really it. weren't. We really weren't, you guys. We just, we just didn't open our mouths as much. We just got quiet. We just learned that you don't always say things that pop into your brain we'd rather be thought a fool and keep our mouths shut than open them and them. And we know them. that that's the case most of the time. So. Yeah. We're not under any misapprehension. But what, you know, some other things I remember that were epic moments. I think you were there for Pillow Dodgeball, were you? Yes, I was there for Pillow Dodgeball. We organized going into 8th grade year. Um, because we said let's find some stuff to do, we can use that room over there. There's a special long room right next to the worship hall. And this year they have, and every year they always had an exhibit of art, local art. Yeah. Um, and so we had brought uh, those sty- those uh, soft foamy balls. Well, that was that was junior year that we brought the balls the year before. No, we brought some. Our uh... did we? Yep. Because I remember discovering the hall one year. And we just we used throw pillows from the couches. We used throw pillows from the couches, but they had zippers on. Them. They had People zippers, <laughs> and I mean they were they were like heavy fabric. I mean we were couches. flicking these square pillows like like they were rocks on a lake, and it was they they would move too. And I, I um I fractured my pinky. Um, That's right, you did. No, uh, that was the same year that <laughs> that was the same year that. One of the Pippins, I think Natalie... I think it was Natalie. Her, uh, She tripped down a hill outside the gym at the rec area. It was 10th grade because later that summer we went to New Orleans and she was limping all over the place the whole time. And uh, we both went to the hospital the same day. We were driven there by uh, Miss Kimberly uh, Gardner Pippin. and <laughs> everybody's uh, full name. And... and uh, Dr. Cheryl Whitlow. We don't know Cheryl's maiden name or we'd use it. (laughs) And um, on the way back, uh, Miss Pippin, cheating, stopped at Walmart and bought like $50 worth of things for her skit for her encounter team. We had, we had competitions in Youth Camp. I was on her encounter team. And she bought clothes and makeup and stuff. You're supposed to do all of that stuff beforehand. <laughs> this is pure cheating. And the best thing is they didn't, they didn't do that great in the skit, so it was all worth it. Some people didn't do that great. Some of us did fantastically. I mean, when the rankings came out. Ed, I believe that was the same year that you brought the house down with a single word. Do you remember Black Fluff, That's correct. <laughs> it's ancient Greek. Ed was a what? A moderator or a host of a TV show? I was what? a host of a TV show. Oh my god, that was so funny when you when you did you? No, that was junior year. Was it when I was okay? Host... So it was a different year because uh, junior year. Okay, these encounter teams we were on, we really did have competitions throughout the week. And earlier on in our years we had it all culminated in a big um skit thing. Well, or. the skits came and then we had the big event where you did like 20 things. Oh yeah, as, the uh the rac- relay race. And right um and then you'd, they'd crown a champion. Our last two years they didn't say who came in first. They'd like as we were getting on the buses to leave, they'd say I'd say where did where did we finish? Oh, oh we... Team Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or whoever, superhero Team Hulk did great. Uh, well, they didn't because superhero year was eleventh grade year. Uh, I was Team Wonder Woman, and uh, I remember what team I was on. That was the, the Flash. F- I was on the Flash with Peter. That was the first year they did not announce who had won the Encounter team stuff. To be fair, while we're calling people's entire names out. Uh, Merritt Grumman and Hawkenberry's legs single-handedly won y'all the skit competition. We came in second. <laughs> we came in second. She Mr. was Wonder Woman and she took her jacket off as a 17-year-old in a suggestive manner <laughs> <laughs> during the skit and just turned away from the microphone. And, and grown married men that shall remain nameless in the back of the uh, auditorium were like, woo! And they refused to allow an unnamed woman... To, to basically give us a zero score. Yeah, they yeah like one of them. Of course, the women wanted to. They 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 had little handheld signs they were supposed to hold up to put a stop to it if it got inappropriate. Oh yes. And she started to raise her arm. And some of the men grabbed her arm and pushed it back down. (laughs) (laughs) That was a great year. My our leaders were Becca Sterner and Charlene O'Neill Collins. I love Charlene Collins. I do too. Charlene O'Neill Collins is one of my favorite people. She's of all fantastic. Time. What a great leader for your group. I am so glad that Charlene Collins was there. She is great. And what about Charlene Collins? She was she was awesome, fantastic. I, um, I can't even imagine if there'd been somebody else there. She was, you wouldn't have needed it. it she's all we needed. Um, I don't remember my leaders as much, but I remember I was Team Flash. I think I was Flash with Peter. Um, and what were you? Uh, super smash brothers year do you remember i was team peach of course that was the year you were on pippin's team yeah yeah that was 10th grade because nope, not doing that there was some skit stuff going on um (laughs) that was the year oh gosh that was the year and i will name drop here i was on brad power's team that year and i was our skit was awful it was terrible I don't even remember what it was about, but it was awful. I it, don't remember. It, well, it was really bad. Well, wasn't everything supposed to be fairy tale themed? I don't know, but it was all... Because ours included a man dressed as a woman playing Mother Goose. And then, unfortunately, somehow in Kim Gardner Pippin's world, she got like over half of the boys in her group to be dressed as women in our skit. Maybe I'm thinking of a different year because it's a year that... My uh, encounter team had three people dressed up as females. That's right. That was the Brad Powers year. You and I both did our time dressed as women at one point or another. And now that was also the year where the first night of camp, we had a scavenger hunt. Now, this was eighth grade, so remember, folks, our second year now at our new location, Banner Elk. Mm. One of the clues obviously led us to the War Memorial Garden up higher on campus. I said it. Brad Powers, our leader, because seniors were the leader of your group, they just ignored me. They ignored me. Because someone else gave a suggestion, Bowen and Dennis, and apparently oh, he and was more Dennis. trustable than me, and it was wrong. We didn't win the scavenger hunt. And look, I know it's not that big a deal, but we would have won the scavenger hunt if they would have just let me lead. I also remember... I mean, that's what we did seventh grade year. We explored the entire place. I also remember in sixth grade um waking up so all the sixth graders were in one class one one uh room imagine a bunk bed imagine a rectangular room with you walk in there are bunk beds up against the walls across from you two two bunk beds and then a bunk bed up against the two side walls yep and then two on the walls that you're walking from in between groups of bunk beds and then two individual beds in the middle so there was a total, if you're counting at home, folks, there was a total for 14 people to sleep in that area. And we had two counselors. We had Ryan Tracy and Hugh Holler. Who Haller. was the youth intern. Yeah, Ryan was the youth intern and Hugh Holler was a counselor. I think that was it, right? It was. And I was on the top bunk and Ed was on the bottom bunk of ours. Okay. And Right? Or were you on the top bunk? No, I was on the... Or were we not even on the same bunk? No, we were on the same bunk. I think I was on the top because I think I remember looking out. Through I, was the I was on the bottom. I was on the bottom, and I had my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle sleeping bag. So I woke up really early one morning, like early, like wee hours, like three or four <laughs> wee hours. That's gonna be funny in a second. And I woke up to Hugh Holler, our counselor, coming back in the bedroom. And it looked like he had just come from the shower with his towel and everything. And I was like, what's going on? And people, other people were stirring. And he was like, just go back to sleep. That and sounded just like him. Just go back to sleep. And Morning, girls. Yes, he always woke us up going, morning, ladies. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently why he had gotten up in the middle of the night, Ed, do you remember why? Raymond Charles Smalley on the, <laughs> Full day, on the bunk bed above him. Um, Wet the bed. I mean, and it might not have been Ray. Somebody else could have climbed up there and wet the bed for him. I mean, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus, because I'm sure I wet the bed at some point in sixth grade. Maybe, I don't know. But it dripped all over. It dripped down, and and when we woke up in the morning, we could see the pee dripping from the (laughs) upper bed to the bottom bed. And that's when Hugh came back in, after we'd already seen the pee dripping. Oh, gosh. That was hilarious. We did a lot of stuff. We put people's beds in hallways and in and in, in, in uh, stairwells. People put Cheez-Its on their chest in place of nipples. No, no, not its It was fish nips. It was um, goldfish. goldfish. Oh, and, that's right. I knew it was cheese snack. Shout out to Davis, Davis Fordham Griffin. Davis Fordham Griffin with fish nips. I don't know why I'm all on this middle name and maiden ten, name kick today. Ten years later, we're still talking about fish nips. That was. So what we had fourteen people in the sixth grade bunk. The next biggest room we had was senior year. We had five people with you, me, Brandon Biso, David Eller, and Peter Chong. Oh, that's right, because the other two seniors stayed in their own room. We had a lot of seniors. Are you sure? Yeah, what? Ben Hastings was in a room by himself. Philip Hill and David Baker were in a room. Uh that's the I thinking you know. I think there was more, wasn't there? Or no, that was it. There was, was eight it. of us. There was eight of us and ten girls, right? Or did I just do math wrong? I have no clue. Whatever. We had, we had, well, we had a lot of people for seniors. Um, all right, well, apparently I've, we're, we've run way over. I see that. my little screen thing has gone black. And so we're at 31 minutes now. Ed didn't think we could talk this long. You I this? think we should go to 34 minutes because that was Herschel Walker's number. Okay, we'll go to 34 minutes. I, we might have to do a part two of this at some point, Ed, where we talk about other trips that weren't youth camp because we haven't even touched... New Orleans, part one and two, uh, Germany. Germany, oh, uh, a myriad of college mission trips, Prague. I mean, that was Germany, but still, that what that was one of the best Stops. places yeah. we ever went. Except to. for one thing, I. You know what? We're gonna skip ahead a few years to the Germany choir tour trip, and <laughs> just to just to skip a bunch of steps Just a tease for part two of this. The only reason we were allowed to go as uh, sophomores in college, we were twenty is because our two trips in high school went to the same place, New Orleans. Now, before we got there to the high school choir tour, the previous two places they'd been were Boston and New York City. Yeah. No offense to New Orleans. Didn't somebody go to London at some point, too? Like, Probably. Like, a trip to London overseas? And no offense to New Orleans. I mean, I don't really like it, but it, it, <laughs> it pales in comparison to getting to visit Boston or New York City. And then having to go twice because of Hurricane frickin' Katrina... So we went in 2004 as juniors. We helped paint this lady's house. Miss B. Well, Rising Junior, excuse me. We helped paint. No, 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 not Miss B. That was somebody else. I this... was at Miss B's house. Oh, were you? Yeah, we had a big group around an old From lady. 2006? 2006. senior your, You're talking about 2004. i about 2004. We went the first time in 2004. We were downtown painting that like three-story, three or four story old house in the ninth ward, folks. And then, so we got word. A year and change later in September of 2005 that Katrina had washed the damn thing away. <laughs> Waste of time. So we, we fixed it all up, all 40 whatever of us kids. So so anyway, we were given the chance to go to Germany to make up for two... So then we went back in 2006 and helped clean up Miss B's and, house okay, yeah. and other stuff. So Germany was our opportunity to go to a new place. Something, like, fun, not Prague, work hard. Prague was the most interesting place we visited... However, we waited for 30 minutes in a big square outside of a clock in Chesky Budavice. No, this was in Prague. Was it? This was Prague oh, city okay. proper. Jan oh, Gary, yes. Jan Turkati, Clement- Clemente Jan Clemente Tacodi to Gary told us it was going to be worth it. Wife of Reed Gary. <laughs> well, the clock strikes noon. And out comes a tiny figure These you can. These ornamental figures. You can't see, and they they cuckoo and go back in. It was super European. And our whole group—this tells you the kind of influence we had over the years. Our whole group went, oh, oh, yes. oh it's so <laughs> impressive! Oh, wow, oh, woo, amazing! I'm so, so glad we stood here. Oh, this was so worth it. <laughs> and people around us were just so annoyed that is why if you wonder when you go places now why they hate Americans it was me and Ed well and Carrie, Carrie Beth, Pulliam you have to include Carrie Beth because she was a big a big participator <laughs> so that's their tease for international slash other trips that we'll do at some point in the future Ecuador Ecuador as well we have so much left to talk about Ed so many more years to cover but we have to end now for Herschel Walker's number Thanks for listening to the Enon Project, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.